Hello and welcome to another episode of Mike M's Weekly Reads. It's been uh, quite a, a while since I've had the energy to pretty much do this or motivation. Um, <clears throat> been sort of like in a depressed state ever since Harley, so I wasn't, you know, motivated to do a lot. But just chillax, just relax on Fridays instead of, and I also been working late on Friday, which is weird i later than normal anyway <clears throat> so um i haven't had a chance to uh do uh certain things but uh hopefully i get back on track here and uh start start recording these on a regular basis so it, it's been a while i haven't i don't think i've bought a lot of of comics lately um in terms of back issues but I did buy some since the last recording, and I don't remember what I got from Aaron, so I'm not. I'm gonna probably skip those, but I will jump into the ones that I do know that I did get. Uh, let me see. So I picked up uh, Strange Tales 165 and 168. I, I'm getting an impressive run of Strange Tales, at least the ones that are covering um, Nick Fury and Doctor Strange and Human Torch, those those uh, that era of Strange Tales, um, not the monster area before it. I think I do have a few before that that are prototype, like prototype Doctor uh, Strange and prototype Iron Man and prototype... Um, is it Dr. Uh, Druid? So I do have some, but not a lot that were prior to the superhero stuff. And then I picked up uh, Batman 204, 208, 258 from the first series, which uh, I was missing. So anytime I can get some Silver Age Batman that I'm missing. I have pretty much every single Batman comic since 1973 forward, but anytime I can get something earlier, I, you know, my earliest Batman is Batman 3, but, um, and then I have some Batman in the 20s, but in terms of sequential comics, it's everything from 1973 forward. Um, this helps me get some in the back. Uh, unexpected 151, 152, 140, 144. Uh, Secrets of Haunted House from DC Comics 21, 18, and uh, 15. Uh, Hawkman number 18. Black Magic from DC Comics 1, 2, 5, and 6. And uh, Tomb of Dracula 19 and 27. Uh, interesting on 19, I think it's 19. But I, I never owned this comic, except I did own the one with the record. The, this particular issue came with a record, and, and I did own that. So that's that's kind of uh, crazy. Um, I will uh, go to my bookmarks and see if I have any questions, which I'm not sure I do, but... Let me see. Dallow says, question for the next Mike M's Weekly Reads. Let's revisit the $100 challenge. 
$100 budgets to spend in one month. What are you choosing? I'm going to answer that in terms of back issues. I'm going to ch choose uh, $100 worth of Outlaw comics. I'll get like uh, Fritz Whistle. Um, I'll get the rest of Grips if if I can afford them. The, some of them later issues are expensive. So I, I finished Volume 2 and Greater Mercury Comics Action. And now I have to work on Greater Mercury Comics and Grips Volume 2 and uh, go from there. I, I will finish that. I'll get Fritz Witzel. i get some more Caliber Presents. Uh, maybe some Rebel, some Raw comics. Um, some Poison Elves. Uh, anything that's in Outlaw Comics territory, that's my new thing. Um, I did get the first appearance of the crow recently. I'll talk about that on the next episode, but um, I'll talk about some of the stuff. But I'll get a hundred dollars worth of comics and outlaw comics. What are outlaw comics? They're things like Faust. They're things like a dog. They're things like the derelict. They're dark inks. They're violent blood all over the place there's sexual situations nudity um over the top plots that's pretty much what an outlaw comic is and uh a lot of uh publishers like boneyard press uh um, north star rebel uh kitchen sinks done some i think with the crow so crow's considered an outlaw comic stuff like that that's what i would shoot for the hundred dollar uh mark question let me see if there was any others and then delete that one so i don't uh let's delete Unbookmark. That's kind of nice. They have a, a separate item on the PC now for unbookmarking. Uh, the next one, top first five first appearances that you own in terms of value. My first Catwoman, Batman number three. Uh, first Moon Knight's probably up there. I don't really keep track of value, so it's tough. And I don't query, may, I haven't made any queries on the database according to value. But um, those are the ones that come to mind. Uh, da, da, da. Trying to think of. Got the first Venom, the first black suit Spider Man. Uh, I have the first appearance of so many things past like 1973 it's not a bit funny but um a lot of first appearances of the silver age batman characters and rogues villains and flash rogues villains and not a lot of golden age first appearances except for that batman 
I got the first appearance of Creepy, the magazine. Um, I'm just rattling some off. I don't have the the ones that I don't have that are biggies. Are uh, first appearance of Wolverine. I don't have Hulk 181. I don't have first appearance of Punisher. Amazing Spider-Man 129. Um, those are the biggies that I'm missing. But other than that, I got like first of Jack of Hearts, first Son of Satan, first Ghost Rider. Um, trying to think of some big ones that have value. Uh, it's so tough. Because I don't track value. So, yeah, I'll have to get back to you. Um, those are some of them. I have a lot of Golden Age books that have a lot of value, but I don't know if there's any first appearances in there. First appearance of Swamp Thing and House of Secret Secrets, I have that. That's kind of a big one. First appearance of... Jason Todd, Tim Drake, uh, Penguin, Silver Age, Two-Face, Silver Age, um, Scarecrow, Silver Age, First Appearance, Poison Ivy, I have that with the poster. Um, a lot of first appearances of Avengers. I have the first Silver Age cap. Um, I don't have the first Iron Man. I have the first Thanos. Um, Those prototype issues are pretty early. Um, I think I have the first Nick Fury, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, first Black Widow, first Hawkeye, um, first Moon Dragon, mostly everything except for, like, I don't have the first Iron Man, the first Cap, but I have the first Silver Age Cap, uh, first Falcon, Trying to think of all the biggies. We already talked about Venom. And, um. Mm-mm-mm. Hmm. I'd have to, to pull first appearances. First appearance of the Crow I have now, which is a big one I've been looking for. The first appearance of Youngblood is on its way. Which is in Megaton Explosion. I would love to have the first appearance of Savage or Dragon. He wasn't Savage Dragon back then in graphic fantasy, but there's only like five copies in existence. I have a reprint of it. It's like, does that count? <laughs> um, okay, I think that gets that question. First five appearances you own in terms of what they mean to you emotionally the first defenders definitely is very important to me 
the first Nighthawk. I love Nighthawk. I love Son of Satan. Um, first Daredevil. That's that's very important to me. I should have made that in the. I have the first Loki, but Daredevil's more important to me. Uh, first Black Panther. So I go first Black. The, what the ones that are important to me? First Daredevil. First Black Panther. Um, I wish I had the first Flash, Silver Age. I don't, because he's one of my top characters. First Mr. Miracle is pretty important to me. Any of the Jack Kirby DC creations, but I would say Mr. Miracle. Um, importance to me. Definitely Daredevil. I think I have the first Mirror Master. I'm trying to think of the Flash ones that, that are very important to me. Oh, the first Captain Boomerang. Very important to me because of Suicide Squad. I love Captain Boomerang. Uh, first Suicide Squad. One of my favorite teams ever. I'd say that that wraps up about five. And then uh, the next one, the top five first appearances that you want to own but don't currently. Oh, definitely Wolverine. Um, I would love to have Wolverine, Punisher, Doctor Strange, Brainiac, because that comic is so good. Superman, First Prince of Brainiac. I love it. Uh, oh, and the first Flash. Uh, definitely. The Showcase 4. I would love to have a Showcase 4. And then you can get ridiculous. The, those ones, like a Showcase 4.5, like a point five, I might be able to afford with no cover. But... Um, I didn't get into action or Batman. I'd love to have those. Those would be incredible. Uh, Golden Age Hawkman would be an amazing one to have. The first Plastic Man I would love to have. First Human Bomb. First Uncle Sam. Uh, first Phantom Lady. Getting into the deep stuff. Um, but I would say the ones that I can still grasp are Wolverine. Uh, Punisher, Doctor Strange, um, Brainiac, and maybe Gorilla Grodd. Those would be the ones that, that I'm still looking at that are things that I could still grab. Other than that, there's a lot of obscure stuff. The first crow was a big one that I wanted. I wanted that one big time. So um, I think that answers that question, and I'm out. So send me more, and I'm sorry I've been delinquent, Dallow, because I know you listen to this podcast. 
and there's a few other there's there's a handful of people that I think do look forward to Mike M's weekly reads and I've been delinquent. I've even been delinquent in wanting to record what I read. It's uh especially writing the descriptions. I'm going through that phase again. Um so we'll we'll see. Um I'm gonna do some tallying of some weeks of comics and I'll be right back. Hold on. Alright, I'm back. Let's do this. So we're gonna talk about books read on August twenty eighth through nine three. Um we'll start with the movies, Hunt Club. That was uh a weird one, but I rated it a three out of five. I was entertained. I I was I enjoyed it. It was I like movies where people are hunted. I don't know why I do, but I, I watch them. Hunt Club is that. Um, they they lured women in to be hunted, and it was Casper Van Dien is the guy behind it. He's one of the only big actors. Oh, there is one big actor. There's um, God. Dang, he played Whiplash in Iron Man 2. I can't think of his name. God dang it. And he was an angel heart. That's what I know him from. But anyway, you know who I'm talking about. You've all seen Iron Man 2. Um, ah, I'm just getting so bad with names. But he's in this movie called Hunt Club. I think it was on Amazon Prime. I watched it. I was entertained. Three out of five. We then... uh, Next one is Dirty Grandpa. I don't remember if this is the Dirty Grandpa. I think it's the one with... uh, Robert De Niro. And... One guy has to take his... uh, I think Zaf Efron... Has to take him from point A to point B in some place. And hijinks uh, ensue. Uh, the five out of five was Equalizer one, two, and three. I saw them all in one week, and I enjoyed the hell out of them. Comics read not too bad, um, not too good either. I like to be in the 40 range or the above 30. Uh, the only 20. Uh, we had two Scout, one Megaton, three Marvel, six DC, and eight Antarctic. So let's start with the three out of fives. We have Night Terrors Harlequin. This one tied into the multiversity of uh, Grant Morrison a little bit. It was interesting. But um, it was all right. Uh, the next one was I Am Iron Man 2 through 3, uh, losing control of his body. Then one has to deal with Tony and his mom. That one I liked. Very unusual comic, but the underlying message has so much heart and emotion in it that it makes it worthwhile reading. Those ones I don't own. I'm reading those digitally. Four out of five uh, starts Bishop War College, also one I don't own and reading digitally uh, on the app. Bishop uh, still in the future with uh, Black X-Men and his students on Krakoa fighting the two twins, the Strucker twins, I think they're called, that are trying to invade Krakoa from underneath. Um, It's interesting. I, I like this title. I think as the titles went on, I lost a little interest, but it's still good. I give it a 4 out of 5 early. 
the last issue I think I gave a I'm gonna give a three out of five I just read it this morning a four out of five I gave was junior number one this is um, mostly an artistic endeavor that I really like that have to do with a, a sci-fi astronaut woman and her hippo sidekick a little hippo in an astronaut suit um, go to make repairs on a, a space station when they have to evacuate that space station and land on a dinosaur planet uh, this was a uh, non-stop comic from Scout. Well, you're probably saying, well, what does non-stop mean? Non-stop means that you try the first one. This is the Bill Bomer paradigm. You try the first one, that's all that's printed is the first one as a comic. And then you have to make a decision if you want to buy the trade. Well, I made the decision with the 4 out of 5 to go ahead and pursue it. And that trade did just arrive yesterday in my DCBS order. So that was a non-stop scout. <clears throat> we then have Night Terror's Angel Breaker straight from the Shadow War. That's where she appeared, the one with Deathstroke and Batman. She teams up with Raptor from Grayson and uh, tries to get an artifact back. I haven't even finished that one yet. Uh, Night Terror's Catwoman, Enjoy the Nightmare, uh, focused on Selena's sister. I think I did finish this one. Night Terror's Batman, Batman deals with insomnia by trying to uh, coup with death and his parents. Trying to cope with uh, the death of his parents, coop. <laughs> what am I saying? Uh, Night Terror's Detective Comics. This one was really good. It focuses on Jim Gordon and does my favorite... Uh, it was my favorite in in terms of Night Terror's uh, art and story for this event. Um, Megaton number three. Uh, this ha this is amazing. This is in a collection, but I do own the singles. Uh, it took me a while to get them. Especially the last one I had to buy was Megaton number one. But we got Megaton. The reason I even got interested in Megaton was Eric Larson. This has some of his early works. And uh, Dragon fights with Vanguard and uh, brings him in. He actually brings Vanguard in as a criminal who's wanted for uh, an alien invasion that he's really there to protect Earth. And then you have an Etherin uh, loses to to the god and gave him his powers. This series has continued on um, inside of Savage Dragon as a backup from time to time. Uh, we have later he recovers powers but is caught by the aliens he was after. And then we have exciting comics 27 through 30. The Zob story about a female and her shaman friend trying to save the earth from an alien invader. We had Green Tempest, uh, the finale to a fallen justice and the origin of Marvelous. Perfect 10 uh, was a story by and Camilio Vallis. That was the Camellio Vallis one was excellent. That one always is really good. So is the uh, Fallen Justice is one of my favorites. Sorry, that one wrapped up. Uh, Jungle Comics 10 through 13. This one featured Primal, which I had read already before as a Kickstarter. This, but reread it. Um, and Zan of the Jungle uh, backup was awesome as hell. 
I love my jungle comics. We got Killchella, five out of five. This is a scout comics. Friends go to a concert and meet up with a serial killer also on his way to the concert. It seems as though they're invited backstage and are making human sacrifices. We then have Superman number two. This is the Golden Age Superman number two comic. Um, don't own this one. I'm reading it in the collected edition. Superman the Golden Age's omnibus in uh, hardcover. And uh, it's an excellent issue of Superman. The story about a boxer was the best, but then a deadly gas and skyscraper murders were also very good. Uh, the boxer one was really good because he had to help a boxer and he actually impersonated a boxer. Is it just me or when Superman went after the weapons formula, it seemed like he murdered a lot of soldiers. <laughs> that was the, this, <laughs> another story that was there that was interesting, but, um, definitely the boxer story was the best. And the skyscraper murders was also interesting. I, I'm really enjoying these Superman stories of the Golden Age. We then get into uh, the September 4th through September 10th. We'll start with the movies. We I watched Run, Bitch, Run. Um, that was, I think, on Amazon Prime. That one's a sexploitation film. Uh, I think that one's about two Christian uh, girls that were studying uh, in Christian school going to sell Bibles in a town adjacent to them that had a lot of corruption and they knock on the wrong door and uh, it turns into a rape and then it turns into a vengeance story. The Good Neighbor, um, trying to remember what that one was about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this is one where a reporter goes, I don't remember if it was Czechoslovakia, or where he goes overseas to work for an old boss, and then he meets up with this creepy neighbor, and they accidentally kill a girl while she was riding her bike at night, and they cover up the murder, and then... It turns out the neighbor's the one that's doing the cover-up. He wants to report it, but the 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 guy that actually did the hit hit and run wants to turn himself in, and he's like, "No, you can't." And he's like, "They'll put you in prison for ten years or something like that," and scares him, and then he doesn't do it. Uh, private property. Try trying to think what this one was. This one might have been. A woman and her rich Hollywood boyfriend uh, somewhere in Arizona, I think. Um, they She invites the wrong people to the uh, house. No, the private property one is where these two guys, the, these guys, the vagrants, you know, that are just migrating... Uh, just going around causing trouble, see this girl, and then uh, pretend to be um, guard. He pretends to be a gardener, and then they go after her because they're after her money, and he, he eventually becomes infatuated with her, and it turns up into a crazy uh, movie. 
that week we had 20 total of 33 comics, five Marvel, one Kickstarter, 11 DC, one Charlton, seven Boom, and eight Avatar. We have three out of fives, Night Terrors, Nightwing. I can't even remember what that one was about. Um, we have Martial Law. I gave it a three out of five. I didn't like it as much as I thought it was. It was my first Martial Law um, Marvel epic. Uh, the futuristic cop tries to take on superheroes in a post-apocalyptic world. I did finish that first volume. Um, but um, I don't know. I, I'll continue with it, definitely, um, to see where it goes. Night Terrors Titans, each one deals with their own nightmares. They try to save another. Well, I just finished number two, and I realized it's not the Titans' nightmares they're dealing with. It's the Titans' tower, which kind of makes it a, a unique uh, Night Terrors book, in my opinion. So that was pretty cool. Um, <clears throat> most of these were Night Terrors. I, I try to be pretty good with keeping up with night terrors i and i finished night terrors eventually it, but i haven't finished all these one shots yet i still have a couple number twos i need to wrap up uh night terrors batman uh sorry night terrors uh, harley quinn number one it ties into grant morrison's multiversity that one i counted twice so i fucked that up Night Terror's Punchline, that was a decent read. I gave that a 4 out of 5 instead of a 3 out of 5. Night Terror's Batman, number 2, he deals with Bruce and his parents and the guilt of becoming a monster. Kind of appropriate because of the fail-safe thing that, that continues. We got Deadpool, Batter Blood, number 3. Rob throws the kitchen sink at Deadpool with Venom Pool and Arcade Sister. Um, many characters thrown at him. In, the, in this game, we got Night Terrors, Catwoman, he deals with Selena's sister. Uh, Frank Miller's Robocop 1 through 8. This is the Avatar. Juan Jose Rip art from Avatar, also based on Frank Miller's plot for the movie, the follow on movies from Robocop 3, where a behaviorist uh, reprograms Robocop, which leads to Last Stand, which is Boom. Uh, Robocop Last Stand 1 through 7 uh, from Frank Miller's script where Robocop works with Detroit people to fight OCP and the corruption including cops. So let me tell you a little bit how I read this. I, I don't own all of Robocop, Frank Miller's Robocop Avatar series. I, I think I have half of it. And um, Robocop Last Stand, I have all of it. But how did I read this? I read it with my Comixology account in a hardcover, um, well, actually a digital printing of the hardcover, which uh, had all this collection of Frank Miller's stuff. Uh, basically, it wasn't even Frank Miller who wrote it, but it was based on Frank Miller's plots. So he had these like loose plots, which they had a part of the collected edition, which you could read. There are very high-level plots, and then the writers, I think Seisberger was one of them, there was a couple others, they crafted it to a story that uh, someone came in and dialogued, and uh, it, was, it was pretty interesting. We have Vampire Asylum number three. The vampire woman go to a bar and feast on a bunch of young men. 
Meanwhile, the new doctor at the asylum saves a werewolf and finds the woman he was helping is a vampire and learns the truth about the experiments on vampires in the basement of the asylum. This is a Kickstarter. It's an Everett Hartso, famous for, I think it might be his daughter that did it. Um, he's famous for Razor, the comic. Um which also fa falls into an outlaw comic. Um, so we then have Night Terrors, Detective Comics number one, deals with Jim Gordon. I think I took credit for some of these twice. I was bad. Uh, Night Terrors, Joker number two. Joker deals with the death of Batman and how he tries to cope working with Wayne Industries. We have the five out of fives, Night Terror, Superman 1 and 2, Superman in a Nightmare with Supergirl. Um, the art is like a Bruce Timm and Darwin Cook look. It's really cool. Uh, we have Phantom number 51. This is from Charlton. Uh, the Phantom blackmailed into turning over Tribe's Riches for his nephew, um, who was sort of uh, kidnapped, and his friend, but ends up saving them. Tim and Rex, who are the his nephew and the friend of Tim's on an adventure saving an elephant from uh, poachers and Phantom saves an archaeologist friend from pirates. That was really good. Five out of five. And then we, the next five out of five was Tales to Astonish from Marvel Comics 79 through 81. The Submariner story was so good. I'm going to read the next issue and see how it pans out. Hercules held out his own against the Hulk drawn by Kirby and inked by Bill Everett. Lady Dorma has to promise matrimony to Warlord Krang to save Namor from Behemoth, or so she believes, but he's really, he, Namor had already fin uh, defeated Behemoth, and she doesn't know. Uh, then he chases Krang to land where he fights Iron Man. Krang launches a rocket to Namor, and it explodes, and he forgets everything. So number one of the Secret Empire wants to use him against the Hulk. Hulk saves Betty from Boomerang, uh, who is hired by the Secret Empire to blackmail General Ross into turning over the Omega weapon. Hulk defeats Boomerang and returns Betty to General Ross, and Boomerang goes after Talbot, who is guarding the Omega weapon. Also, a war between Tyrannus, an old version of Tyrannus, and Mole Man, uh, for the Fountain of Youth, and Hulk gets caught in between. That was really good. I really enjoyed that. Um, I do own those. Um, when I was reading them, though, I I read two of them, I think, because I had them in a box, and then the other one I needed to look for, and I didn't look for it. I read it on the Marvel app. So that's how I consumed that. And uh, I think that'll wrap this episode up. And I got one out the door. I got two weeks in, so I'm not too far behind. And I think that's all the energy I have for today. So uh, I'll uh, talk to you in a week, hopefully. Bye-bye.